on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. I have found that nobody can contradict your story. That's 100% true. So this is what happened to me. This is how Jesus changed me. And so people are open, more open when you share your story. there you are listening to the girl talk podcast my name is carol i'm kelly i'm trisha and we're so glad you have joined the conversation today do you love well when you disagree with somebody Mm, man alive we've forgotten how to disagree in our country there is so keyboard warriors yeah and there is so much like i'm hatred i'm gonna go so far as to say hatred when people mm-hmm. don't agree and it's it's concerning to me yeah, yeah. well I, I don't know what the what caused that do y'all I, know? well kelly said something i think that relates to that keyboard warriors oh, yeah, yeah we can disagree with someone vehemently yeah and not have to look them in the face Ooh. when we're doing it over technology social yeah. media yeah. so we're protected so people will say more than they would say in a face-to-face situation yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah and i think it's we we're we think we're right yeah well i mean i i i think we think we're right and Mm -hmm. we have forgotten that we're not the smartest people in the whole wide world i've not forgotten that (laughs) i'm reminded of that on the the daily yeah on the dailies me too yeah and we've forgotten how to be kind Mm. yes we I think we've stopped prioritizing kindness yeah. in our culture. And we've started treating people the way they're treating us, if we're mm-hmm. really honest. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are screaming hatred at us. And so what do we do? We scream hatred back. And that's mm-hmm. not, that is not biblical. It is not helpful. It is not godly. It is not holy. Yeah. It is wrong in all the ways. And we're human. And so we sin and we trip over ourselves and we say things back that we shouldn't i'm gonna i'm gonna make a statement here and y'all can disagree with me but we'll try I've, to do it kindly do it kindly um with love i liken this back to when our culture stopped valuing human life okay unpack that a little okay. bit more so when we mean? stopped valuing human life from conception i'm not going to make this uh, uh, this is not a, a podcast about um, right to life or any of that. But I will say that as I've thought about it, I just saw a shift when we stopped valuing human life mm-hmm. um, for people to stop valuing each other. Mm-hmm. Like, because for mm-hmm. me, when yeah. I talk about that issue, it's a slippery slope. Like, where does that, where do you stop with that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see, I, it, it, I've almost probably, I watch the news maybe once or twice a year when there's some kind of catastrophic event that I need to know about. You know, if if we're preparing for a show or something here, I'll take a look at the news, you know, to make sure I, I don't need to mention something. But for the most part, I can't even watch the news because I just get so burdened for people. Mm. Um, and it's not one of those things I'm going to stick my head in the sand. I still consume news and I still feel like I stay in touch with what I need to stay in touch with. But the very way that we communicate anymore just, I think, must break God's heart yeah. because we stopped valuing each other's. You know, I can remember a time where you could sit across a, a, a Democrat and a Republican could sit down at a table together. And all, even though they disagreed, they could enjoy barbecue, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and, and yeah. that doesn't happen anymore. Right. You know, you won't even yeah. be in the same right. state 
really, you know, if if you disagree. And it just is, and I, like I say, it's not going to be a political thing, but I just think it it goes back a little further to when we stopped valuing human life, that became the thing that, okay, all of a sudden, what you, mm-hmm. what you think doesn't matter. And I think you spoke to something, too, about we, we're not the smartest, you know, person in the room or we're not always right. I think there's something to be said for we haven't known what we've always known we didn't we didn't we weren't born knowing what we know today right and so we're always learning mm-hmm. that to me in and of itself should be printed on a poster and hung above everybody's head because mm-hmm. when we had when when there are people that we disagree with we should listen yeah. because yes even if it's not the issue that we're talking about or the disagreement that we're having there's a good chance you can learn something from that person yeah yeah, yeah. and so i just think that there's something to be said for mm-hmm. conversations with people we don't agree with. I think yeah. it it sharp iron sharpens iron in, in the Bible. It talks about that, and that's talking more of in a spiritual sense. But I think when we don't disagree with people, I mean, when we do disagree with people, it it kind of broadens our view. And I I get so frustrated with myself because sometimes I find myself listening to people to respond instead of listening to people so that I can understand where they're coming from. I get so frustrated with myself because I know I'm doing it. I'm like, stop. Just take the time to Mm -hmm. listen to what they're saying. Because I believe that if you listen to a person long enough, they'll uncover the real issue, the real thing that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And usually it's not the issue that you're disagreeing over. It's usually a heart issue. Yeah. Just last night, somebody was telling me about um, a lady named Rosario Butterfield. Butterfield. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who, um, if you're not familiar with that story, she was a professor at Syracuse University, yep. um, really in charge of their women's studies and LGBTQ yep. issues and um, was doing a class or writing a paper or researching a book or something on the religious right and on um, the... Uh, conservative viewpoint and the traditional conservatism and met a guy named Kent Smith. But she was living Kent. in a homosexual relationship too. I, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she um, was like, I want to interview, I want to interview this guy because I need to figure out what the, the enemy thinks mm-hmm. so that I can better counteract it in the stuff that I'm teaching. And he, um, a, a solid believer said, Yes, I would love to have conversations with you. Let's get together once a week and go deep in the Bible and let's talk about this. And at the end of it, she's like, I have never had anybody show me such love. Mm-hmm. I always thought that Christians were about hate. Mm-hmm. That Christians were about um, divisiveness and they were they hated me. And mm-hmm. what I found out is that uh, Christians actually love me and mm-hmm. God is about love. She gave her life to Christ mm-hmm. and now she's married to a pastor and more people have come to know Christ because of her. Yeah. And now she opens up her home and says, I want to have conversations with the yeah. the misfits of the world, the people yeah. who uh, don't believe like I do, the people who are, um, who I disagree with. Mm-hmm. And I want to show them the love of Christ so that they can then know about this Jesus that I know about. And what a great example for the rest of us to follow, to be like Rosario and uh, love people. Didn't he have her, he he and his wife had her over for for dinner? dinner. Mm -hmm. I think so, right. That was, you know, that's a a kind of a safe, let me care for you, come have dinner, we can talk. But I love that because it wasn't like a, 
interview or a wagging of the finger. It was, uh, let's break bread together. Oh, let's break bread together. That's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. so biblical. It, it is. is. And and have you ever noticed how, like, if you go somewhere and it's not people that, you know, it's not your people, but it's, it's people that you kind of know. Once you sit down at a table together, it seems like people drop their defenses yeah. for whatever mm. reason. There's yeah. something about the table coming yeah. together yeah, yeah, yeah. in that in that place, environment in that, and everybody yeah, situation. You know, nourishing themselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's I, I don't know. I mean, there's Defenses probably are down. There's probably some kind of science behind well, it, but probably everybody's on the same level. Yeah. Nobody's standing up. Right? Everybody's yeah. sitting down, right? sharing things. Yes. So there's communion. Yeah, and so it opens up mm-hmm. to great conversation. Now, I'm not a great cook. Unless you talk to Trisha, and she's only had one thing that I've ever made. She, she makes likes it. delicious this salsa chicken thing. Yeah, so I good. love it. And but she, she does makes love it because she gives and it to me. It makes me feel like a world class chef. But you are to me, baby. But um, I'm learning that hospitality is not always about. I mean, it can be Chinese takeout. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like right. Right. whatever it is. Yeah, of sitting down with yeah. someone. Because yeah. I've always, I've always. Um, excused myself from that conversation because i'm not a great cook same, mm, you same, know yeah. mm-hmm. but that's not what it's about at all you know, there's a restaurant in Asheville that can help you with that that does like a sunday um family dining thing and you sit down at a table with you sign up for it you have to rsvp but you sit down at a table with people you don't know mm. oh that's and cool you share family dining uh-huh, style uh-huh. food and meet new people and talk about the you know interesting food that you're eating and some and it's a it's a fancy or a restaurant and so there's people from all over that you know with Asheville being such a touristy town there's mm-hmm. people from all over fun so you get to meet some really fascinating people that um, just by bake, breaking bread with strangers yes that's cool well yeah. in terms of like spending time together sharing a meal we don't even do that as much as we mm. did as families mm-hmm. oh, yeah, right. and that mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing and you alluded to it we've been talking about it a little bit is the dehumanizing of the culture with technology we don't have to see each other with even like something like AI starting to get bigger and bigger it's like well let's push the humans out and just get to the information or whatever yeah. we we've we're moving away rapidly from the face-to-face conversations mm-hmm. and i think it would be really good to return to that mm-hmm, sure. with strangers with your family with right. your friends we need that we were, we're built hard for connection. wired yeah. for it aren't yeah. we yeah absolutely and especially if we're gonna if we have limited time mm-hmm. the yeah. times we're gonna choose the people we are gonna choose are gonna be the people who align with our beliefs align with our values and, you know, part of this conversation is also mm-hmm. encouraging us to step out of yeah. just that safe place safe and have conversations mm-hmm. with people that don't believe like we do. People yeah. whose beliefs are polar opposite sometimes to the way um, the Bible even teaches. Well, let's talk about how to do that, because for me, you mentioned the safe zone and that's yeah. the, the case. It feels unsafe mm-hmm. for me to do too much talking about my faith. Maybe they're going to get mad at me or maybe they're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That there's those fears that crop up. I don't want them to crop up, but they crop up if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. So how do we do that in a way that draws people to us and doesn't push them away? Well, what's the number one thing people like to talk about? Themselves. Themselves. Yes. What's the best way to get somebody to talk about themselves? Ask them questions. Ask them questions. I like this. Yes. So don't go into the conversation thinking that you have to own the conversation. If you go into any conversation with a list of questions Mm. in your head, you know, don't write them down. That looks awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Question number one. Stranger. (laughs) But, you know, the questions. You can write them on your hand. Yeah. 
little bullet points right. on the palm of your hand. And don't ask them questions that they think you're trying to steal their credit card information. Right. Yeah. Right. What was your family pet growing <laughs> yeah, that's up? Right. Yeah. No. Your mother's <laughs> maiden. Yeah. 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 Tell me about yourself. Yeah. Mm. What what brings you joy? Yeah. Mm. You know, what tell me one thing that brought you joy this week. You know, mm-hmm. what's Anything that can open up those conversations, no yes, no answers, because that doesn't help with Mm -hmm. conversations. But people love to talk about themselves. So anytime you can really get them thinking about themselves, talking about themselves, you'll be able to start picking up on little places where you can bring in your faith. Mm. You can bring in a story that then points back to Jesus or you can relate without trying to dominate the conversation, but then building that relationship by pulling out the talking of the other person that's good yeah yeah I, I would say years. i would say the first interaction no you just make it all about them mm-hmm. agree first time you yep. sit down unless they ask you a question about yourself just be a mm-hmm. student of them mm-hmm. yeah like so it. good um yeah a student of their life like what they like to do if they're from here if they i mean there's mm-hmm. you just become a student you know here's the thing when you go when you get ready for a mission trip what do you do Learn about the culture. You learn about the culture. You learn about what they eat. You learn about the people. You, get a you learn terrible about, passport. You photo. get a terrible passport photo. You do all of those things. Think of think of your next interaction with a stranger as a mission trip. Oh, that's so good. Like, yeah, like a mission trip so at good. the grocery store well, or right. the church or whatever. Yeah. yeah. One of the of quotes I've heard before is that um, interesting people are interested mm-hmm. in others. Mm-hmm. So be interested in others and you will be found to be interesting also. Because you're going to stand out. Mm-hmm. People don't do that. Yeah. They're yes. waiting to respond about themselves. So mm-hmm. you're going to stand out, which means the light of Christ is going to stand out. Yeah. When yeah. we get the opportunity to share that. The other thing I like to remember is that God gave us one mouth and two ears. And so we're supposed to listen twice as often as we talk. And I heard that your mouth closes, but your ears don't. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so good. I don't know that mine does. Mine's always open. I mean, it can. Yeah. It can. Yeah. It yes. can. So that listening, those listening skills are mm. so important in building relationships and being able to love people that... Uh, don't believe like we do. You yeah, know, that's cool. My my husband has done some prison ministry, and they teach them this phrase. Made me think about it. Listen, listen, love, love. That's that's their phrase when mm-hmm. they go into the prison ministry. Listen, listen, love, love. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's well, good stuff. First Corinthians thirteen. Um, love is patient. Mm, love is kind. kind. You can't be patient and kind if all you're doing is talking. Yes. You know, or thinking about talking or thinking. That's right. Yes. Because that's that's that is my biggest um, obstacle, I'll say, is while they're talking, I'm trying to formulate what I'm going to say. So I'll sound smart. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. it takes right. me a while. <laughs> right. Well, again, because it's all about us, yeah. it gets back to yeah. our pride, our sin yeah. of pride mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And instead of really Self-centered. just laying all mm-hmm. of that down and saying, I'm going to really be interested in you. Yeah. I'm going to lean in and I'm going to be interested i want to know who you are it's valuing others above yourself yeah right. it's, and it's valuing humanity mm-hmm. yes and knowing that god they're made a, just they're made in god's image just like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. made in god's image yes and they have something valuable to contribute to this world just like you do and it's finding out that it's like a scavenger hunt mm-hmm. you know find out more about them with your eyes wide open yeah such good stuff and especially yeah. if they believe differently than you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's very good and I think that 
you know, I think back to my own experience and I grew up in church. The pastor came over to my house and told me about salvation. I said yes. And, you know, it wasn't like I had this great big testimony before I, I said yes to Jesus. But I think about the church as a whole. And I think we've siloed ourselves so much that a lot of times we don't even step outside the church to have relationship with people who aren't believers. And I think that's dangerous yeah. for two reasons. I think the first reason is part, well, the great commission is to go and tell, go and make disciples. Yeah. The other thing is, I think that we sometimes need to hear what the world thinks of believers and we need to be students of that as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, is the, 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 the um, example that you brought up of um, Rosaria Butterfield, she had an idea of what she thought Christians were and how mm-hmm. divisive and hateful they were. And so we need to take note of those things mm-hmm. and allow God to use us in those mm-hmm. areas to love well in those places. Mm-hmm. Right. Um but I think sometimes we, oh, the scary non-believers, you know, we don't want to go and, and talk with them and have a conversation with them. And, you know, um, one of the easiest things, I think, is to say, can I pray for you? I mean, mm. th- that just breaks down so many walls. I've done that a lot. with mm-hmm. You know, you go in a restaurant or something and, rush, you know, waitress comes up and says, you know, what can I get you to drink? And you say, hey, we're getting ready to pray and just saying, is there anything we can pray about for you? Yeah. Um, I've had people say no. I've had people say, please pray for me. And then they share something about their lives and it starts a conversation that goes on throughout the, mm-hmm. the, whole, um, the whole meal. So there are different ways to do it, but I, I just don't think that we can, you know, me and my four no more ourselves mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Christianity and stop having relationships with people outside the faith. Most of the yelling and screaming that we see on TV is because people don't take the time to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. assume the worst based on their position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it too, part of the reason why we don't want to have conversations with unbelievers is that we don't feel like we have all the answers. Mm, that, and that yeah. is true. Yeah. And so it yeah. becomes an insecurity thing of what if they ask a question and I don't know the answer yeah. or um, what if they sway my opinion? What if my theology mm-hmm. is so weak that they're able to uh, convince me that, you know, yeah. Ask you a question that makes you doubt. That makes you doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Am I really strong enough? And you know, I think part of that, part of part of getting over that is being able to say, um, first of all, Jesus is with me in every mm-hmm. conversation, and I don't have to know all of the answers yeah. to all of the questions. Yes, um, I, I don't. It's fine to say I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't we look at that together? You know, why don't we study our Bible together? And or for you to go find help from right. a pastor or a trusted spiritual who does know the answer. leader yes somebody who does know the answer who can help you understand it so then you can say hey can we get back together right. right you know and i will say this there if your theology is weak in an area that is an area that you need to firm up right for lack of sure. a better word that you sure. need to take a good look at that you need to say oh here's a place because if that person challenges you and you feel like oh that's a weak place in my theology if they don't attack you there and why should they because you're just getting to know them the, the devil will yeah right. like that's going to be mm-hmm. a place so yeah you know 
Yeah, but don't let your own insecurities be the reason why you don't go and have a conversation with somebody. Yes, Mm -hmm. Whatever your insecurity is, whether it's the insecurity of not knowing the answer or the insecurity of having a weak faith, um, just still go. Yeah. Still go. Yeah. And I have found that nobody can contradict your story. That's 100% true. So this is what happened to me. This is how Jesus changed me. Nobody's going to say that didn't happen because yeah. it did. Yeah. And so people are open, more open when you share your story. Yeah. That's right. And I think the whole laying the groundwork and, and some people would say this manipulative, but I don't think it is because you really you truly are showing an interest in them. I'm not saying that you develop an interest in them for your own benefit so that you can do whatever you want to, you know, share your faith with them. You get to know them because they're interesting and they're different or you know y'all have a kid that plays ball on the same team or is in the Mm -hmm. band or whatever the case may be um you get to know them out of a general love for people because god will put that in your heart yes um if you ask for it and and then i just would say don't rush it don't push it um just let it happen organically Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to say something when god provides you the opportunity but in like I will say 90% of the times I'm like, oh, man, I wish I waited because they went on to reveal something that was, a, I felt like, more of an open door and I'd already botched it from the beginning. You know, mm. God doesn't need us. He chooses to use us in these interactions. Yeah. And so wait for him, you know, ask for his guidance and his wisdom as you talk with people and build relationships because you never know. Um, it, I had worked with somebody for a really long time and this was in a secular workplace and they had some kind of tragedy happen in their lives. And I had never once pushed Jesus on them. We had just worked together and they knew I was a person of faith, but it just really, we, we never just interacted and they went through some kind of tragedy and they called me the first night that this had happened and asked me to pray for them. And that was the opportunity that I had to to kind of walk alongside them through that. And they ended up becoming a believer because of this tragic situation that happened. And um, so don't be afraid, but also don't think it's all up to you because mm-hmm. it's not. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God is doing a work mm-hmm. and um, he can do much more and fill your mouth with things. You're like, there have been conversations I've had. I'm like, I don't even know where that came from. I, I don't mm-hmm. even, I didn't even know that before I said it. And yes, it is true. And that was totally God because I'm not that smart, you know? So therefore you didn't botch it up as you said earlier. Well, but I have plenty of times. Uh, My goodness gracious. But God uses it. Right. Even our fumblings he yeah. uses. And especially if we're sharing his love, he's yeah. going to use whatever fumblings we have. Sure. And sometimes it's not about the words that Mm -hmm. you use, Mm -hmm. but the actions. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the words, you don't have to feel like you've got to say the words. Right. Just be there with somebody in Mm -hmm. their time of need and listen. Absolutely. To them and let them talk. Absolutely. If you have ideas or suggestions about how to love well when you disagree with somebody, we would love to hear those. You can always email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. We do a little happy dance every time we get an email. So much fun. We love hearing from you. You can check in on the Girl Talk Facebook page, also on the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk podcast page. We would love to interact with you. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.